The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The disciples had forgotten to bring bread, and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. And Jesus cautioned them, saying, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they discussed it with one another, saying, We have no bread. And being aware of it, Jesus said to them, Why do you discuss the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? They said to him, Twelve. And the seven for the four thousand, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? And they said to him, Seven. And he said to them, Do you not yet understand? The Gospel of the Lord. So just the context of the scene that we have today with the disciples on the boat with Jesus, the Lord has uh, taken his disciples and he's actually just fled from, if you will, the group of the Pharisees. And so there is a limit to what the Lord will take from the scribes and the Pharisees. And so initially, whenever they come to him, he will engage them. But whenever he perceives, as one of the church fathers says, whenever he perceives that either their wickedness or their evil is incorrigible, or if he might even become an occasion of sin to them because they might become more and more and more angry, what he does is he then at those moments draws away with his disciples. And so it teaches us as well is that engagement with people, um, even if there is an argument that builds, there is a discernment over when it is time for us to maybe step away for a time, right? And to come back when it might be more opportune to have that conversation um, where it might actually be fruitful and there might be a correction or there might be um, and for the Lord's part, we know that he is not the one who needs correction, and so it is on their part. And so what he has done is we've seen in the, in the discussions with the, and the arguments that precede this scene with the scribes and the Pharisees is that they seem to be in their hearts hardened, right? And this is also part of what the Lord is referring to when he refers to the leaven of the Pharisees, a hardness of heart. And we see this because this is what he asks his disciples Do you not yet understand? Are your hearts still hardened? This is the leaven that he is warning them about. Heart that is incorrigible, unable to be corrected and hardened in its own opinions and not open to the revelation of God. So that's one of the ways in which the Lord is speaking about the leaven of the Pharisees. And so what happens is, is that you can see he's still pondering the Pharisees that he has just left. And so when he says to his disciples, take heed, beware the leaven of the Pharisees. Because when that type of pride and that type of arrogance um, and also the other parts of the leaven of the Pharisees, one of the other church fathers says it is that they hold the traditions of men over the commandments of God. That's another part of their leaven that permeates their life. 
and also they are more concerned for the things of earth than the things of heaven. And the other part of it as well is that they, what they preach in words, they, uh, they undo that preaching by their deeds. So they don't practice what they preach. And so all of that seems to be what the Lord is referring to according to the church fathers by the leaven of the Pharisees. And so the Lord does not want this leaven to enter into the hearts of his disciples. And so when he might see it beginning to enter in, like a good gardener, he reaches in and he plucks it out before that weed is able to take root in the soul. And so he is directing their spiritual life in the right direction. And what he is doing is drawing them away from concern, excessive concern for earthly things by the consideration of heavenly things. God himself is in the boat with them. They should not be concerned about what they do not have. They should be rejoicing at what they do have. Jesus is with them. Jesus is in the boat. And so that should be the direction of their hearts. That should be what their minds are pondering. And any of this doubt or any of this anxious concern for earthly things is what the Lord wants to very quickly uproot from their soul as a good spiritual director, if you will. And so as we celebrate the, uh, today, Saint Claude de Colombier, who was the spiritual director and confessor to Saint Margaret Mary Alacoque, I had the privilege of being able to visit and venerate where he is and where she is buried in Paralimunial. And if you look at uh, the role that he played also in the wonderful uh, guiding and giving understanding on the wonderful revelations that she received from Jesus Christ. One of the other beautiful things, I was just thinking about it this morning, uh, one of those beautiful truths that came to St. Margaret Mary Alacoque, which I think is poignant for today's gospel, which is that it reveals a certain hunger and thirst that the Lord has. He revealed that to St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. And so where we see the disciples in the gospel today concerned about their own hunger and about that hunger for food, what we see in that revelation to St. Margaret Mary Alacoque by the Lord is he speaks of a very particular thirst of his heart. And it is a thirst, he says, which consumes him. And I'm sure the sisters know this very well. He says, uh, I th so thirst to be loved in the blessed sacrament or in the sacrament of my love that this thirst consumes me. And so in the blessed sacrament, the Lord desires so much for our love that it is like an all-consuming thirst. And all he wants is that he might receive a little bit of love in return for the love that has driven him to give himself completely to us in the blessed sacrament. And that's something very beautiful to ponder because it means that every second or every moment that we spend in the presence of the Lord in the blessed sacrament, we are very truly quenching that thirst and that desire that he has for our love. And so we know that we are responding to a desire of the heart of Jesus whenever we come and spend time with him in adoration. And so for us as well is that we should learn from the gospel passage today to be less concerned for our own hunger and thirst, especially the material type, and to be more concerned for the desires that the Lord might have, most especially the desire that he has to be loved in the blessed sacrament. Amen.